welcome to Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. I'm your host, Sassy Diaz. First and foremost, I want to thank each and every one of you for supporting me on Benevolence. I pray that as you tune in every week, you are empowered, blessed, and encouraged to be the best version of yourself. You are tuning into episode five, four G's, gathering, gratitude, giving, and growing. Thanksgiving is this Thursday, and I'm truly excited to celebrate one of my favorite holidays. Not only am I excited for the food, the turkey, stuffing, paneer, rice and beans, potato salads, macaroni salads, cheesecakes, pies, flan, cookies, etc. I'm also grateful to celebrate this time with my family and loved ones. The holiday season is always full of happiness and excitement, but for many it's a time of sadness. It's important that we pray for those individuals who are having a hard time during the Thanksgiving and Christmas season. Let's check on those people we love and let them know that we're thinking of them. Today, I'd like to share some of my favorite memories of Thanksgiving and also share a little of what's been in my heart in regard to gratitude. But before I share what's been on my heart, here are some special individuals answering the question, what are you thankful for? I am extremely thankful for my family, um, especially my mom and dad and my brother. Um, they have been nothing but a blessing. They've always um, been there for me, and I just really thank God for them. And I also thank God for just being who he is. He has been my rock this year, um, and I'm just so thankful for him. As friends and family this year, I am super grateful and thankful for the opportunity to have a new job. It's definitely blessed me, and I'm excited to continue on with that journey. I would like to say that I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for uh, my mom, my dad, my sister. Uh, I'm thankful for DV3. Um, if you don't follow DV3, <laughs> take this opportunity to follow DV3. D-V-O-T-I-O-N-3 at Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> and YouTube. Um, I would be thankful, even more thankful, if you follow us. <laughs> Uh, no, but I'm thankful for life. I'm thankful for, for God's mercy over my life and where I'm at today. And uh, I'm just thankful for, for what God is doing in, 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 in this season. And uh, I'm excited for 2020. I'm thankful for what's to come. Uh, and I know that uh, this year, you know, it's going to be it's gonna be a, a bang. It's going to be a bang. We ended it with a bang, and we're starting it with a bang. Let's go, baby. So I am thankful for um, my family. Um, and I'm also just thankful for God and just all the things that um, he has put in my way this year. There's just been a lot of, I feel, personal growth and whether school, church, work. And I feel like this year has just been really great for personally, like just growing and, and just learning more about myself and God and my spiritual life. And I'm just thankful for everything he's put in my way, the obstacles, the good parts and because they've just allowed me to learn so much and I'm excited for the application that's going to come for 2020 of everything that I've learned so far and continued growth. I'm thankful for the journey that God has putting me in right now with my new major and the things that he's showing me with traveling through my major. So I just thank God for the journey that he has been putting in my life lately. This year, I'm thankful for family, true friendships, and experiences that I've had personally and through missions. I'm so excited for this upcoming year and all the new experiences I will have. I'm thankful for everything and everyone that God has placed in my life. My friends, my family, they, they know who they are. Uh, I'm thankful for my niece. She's so beautiful. I love her to death. I'm thankful for 
uh, the ministries that God has placed in my life with DV3, YX, everything, all the above. And I'm, I'm just thankful for God, all in all, and Jesus, everything that he's done for me. Um, I'm thankful for my mom. She's been one of the biggest foundations for me um, throughout my life. And without her, honestly, I wouldn't know where I would be because she's been my mom and my father. And she's just been pushing me through every single obstacle I've been through, as well as just guiding me, as well as knowing that God has just been placing me in the right things this year and just knowing exactly what I need to do to be able to accomplish the goal that God has put in front of me. And I know this next coming year, it's going to pass through. I'm thankful for my wife, my job, and my health, and just everything that God has given me in this life, and I'll never take it for granted. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for family, for every moment that I get to cherish with them, and for God for allowing me to have my family, um, you know, and just spend every minute with them as much as I can. Mm -hmm. So I am very thankful for my family, uh, my sister, uh, she's super special to me in my life. She's literally my everything. Um, but most importantly, I'm super, super grateful for my church for just opening so many doors for me in ministry, starting here as a 12-year-old. Now I'm 22, and it's crazy to see how I started from being the shy little girl at YX. And now I'm here leading a missions team here at YX, and I'm just so grateful in the experiences that I've had and being two missions trips and Speed the Light and Operation Christmas Child. It's just all been a blessing. I'm thankful that I have the privilege to serve the Lord through worship. But in, in this time, most of all, I'm thankful because I get to do it with my son. On this episode, I also wanted to reflect on the four G's of happiness. Gathering, gratitude, giving, and growing. So in regard to gathering... I have so many wonderful memories of Thanksgiving. I remember the years that we would have my grandmother from Philly celebrate with us. She would do it all and all we had to do was sit back in our elastic pants and eat. My grandmother is truly one of my best friends. She is a petite woman, very elegant, with a tough and outspoken personality. Although I came out a lot like my mother, I know that I've also got some of my grandmom's personalities. We call her the FBI of the family. She lives with my cousin in Philadelphia, but knows every single detail of our daily lives all the way to Florida. She is brave, strong, and protects her family, even from many miles away. I'm grateful for the moments I've shared with her and the many more to come. I also remember the wonderful memories that I've shared with my beloved Theo Jr. He was the ultimate turkey chef, and he always carved our turkey with such love. I remember back in 2014 when we spent our last Thanksgiving with him. He always cooked the family turkey, and while he cooked, he always had his A-track, old-school Puerto Rican Christmas music on. And when, he, when it came time to eat, he always changed his outfit, put on a hat, and came out of the room with his guitar. He loved singing old coritos and Christmas music. My Uncle Junior was a quiet man, but he exemplified such a strong spirit. He loved Jesus and continued to serve him until the day Jesus took him to heaven. Since then, it's always been difficult to see a vacant seat at our family table, but what encourages me is knowing that one day I'll see him again. Another wonderful memory is spending time with my husband, Anthony's family. 
For almost 10 years, I have celebrated Thanksgiving with his family. It's always fun and a memorable time. I remember my first Thanksgiving with Anthony. Um, it was the most memorable of all. Anthony and I, his parents, three brothers, aunt and uncle, and grandparents all sat at the table and one by one went around the table to say what we were thankful for. I specifically remember Anthony's dear abuela Sara, full of gratitude. She was so thankful for the years that God had granted her, each of her family members, including me. Anthony and I were only dating at the time, and she called me her nieta. It's pretty much granddaughter in Spanish. She was a woman of God, an intercessor, a loving woman who fought for her family through prayer. She not only exemplified such a strong and loving spirit, she loved to laugh and pull pranks on the family members. She had this fake roach that from time to time she'd throw on, throw on one of us and we'd go running and screaming. And one day she even threw that roach on my own mom. It was hilarious. Abuela Sara always, was always thankful for her family and she always gave us an encouraging word. On one particular Thanksgiving, I remember we put on some music and danced. She grabbed Felix, her husband, and they danced also. It was beautiful. And then in 2015, the Lord took Abuela Sara to heaven. I know that little lady is up there interceding for us. Another great memory was in 20, 2010. Um, it didn't occur on Thanksgiving Day, but the day after. So on Black Friday. That day was a day that Anthony asked me to be his wife. I swore up and down that he would ask me on Thanksgiving Day, but he knew that I was expecting it, so he waited until the next day to ask me for my hand in marriage. I was so surprised. I did the ugly cry and everything, and it was wonderful. It was one of the best days of my life. Now, moving on to gratitude. There are so many things that I am grateful for. First of all, first off, my parents. Many people can't say the same when I say that I truly love my parents, I'm so grateful for all that they have done for me, all that they have um, endured during my teenage years and my early young adult years. You know, the lessons that they taught me about love, marriage, respect, and overall how to love Jesus and serve him. I will always thank them, thank them for teaching me those lessons. You know, my mother, she's my best friend. Her unconditional love, her elegance, her humility, her dedication to her family is what I strive to be every single day. She is a true example of a virtuous Proverbs 31 woman. My dad is my role model. If you look up servant in the dictionary, you will find a picture of my dad on the side. He serves in ministry and his family 24 hours, 365 days a year. He's committed to the call and purpose that God has placed upon him. And he does it also with so much humility and strength and he just has this peace over him that, I don't know, the world could be crashing down all over, but he knows that God is going to help him and just get him through his day. So he never shows that he's going through anything um, tough, his struggles, you know, he just, he has faith that God has, has his back 100%. And I love that about my dad. If you didn't know, I do have another dad. I have my biological father, Concepcion, my sister, my family from Philly. I'm so grateful for them. You know, although we're far apart and we don't we don't talk too much throughout, you know, the years and things like that. We talk here and there throughout the year and we're connected through Facebook, but they are definitely a true representation of a tight-knit family. 
They love and support each other unconditionally, and I'm so grateful to be part of their family, and I love each and every one of them. My aunts and my uncles from all over. I have uncles from Puerto Rico to Philadelphia to Alabama, and all of my extended uncles and aunts, you know, they've raised me. It always says it takes a village to raise, you know, a child, and they are my village. They've treated me like their own, their own child, um, they make the holidays and family gatherings so much fun, and I love each and every one of them, especially my cousins. My in-laws, my brothers-in-law, my sister-in-law, and extended family for taking me in as one of their own and for creating such beautiful memories together. I'm grateful for them. I'm also grateful for my church, in which I've served for 15 years. From a teenager to a young adult to a wife and a mother, my church has been my foundation for all of these years. The specific people that I've served with have helped and equipped me to grow more spiritually. The trials, the transitions that have molded me into the person I am today. And I will always be forever grateful for them. My friends, those who were seasonal and those that are lifelong. Thank you for dealing with my realness, for supporting my dreams and goals and always taking time to push me forward. Y'all know who you are. Thank you. All the way from Cali to Orlando all the way up to New York. I love you guys. My daughter, in the past four years, I have lived the best days of my life. I have watched Victoria grow and turn into such a sweet, kind, loving little girl. Thank you, Victoria, for making me a mom. Thank you for bringing so much joy into our family, and I can't wait to see what God has in store for you in the future. You are my sunshine. And finally, my husband, Anthony, my rock, my security, my calm in the midst of the storm, my confident, my best friend, my encourager, my protector. Words cannot express how much I love you and how much I am grateful for having you in my life. Thank you for always protecting me in those dark moments. Thank you for always encouraging me in those times where there was too much noise. Thank you for seeing me as I truly am. Thank you for loving me unconditionally, especially in those moments where I don't even deserve it. Thank you for your humility and dedication to your family. I always tell you this, if I could turn back time, I'd find you sooner so I could love you longer. Thank you. And moving on in regard to giving, this is the third G. Giving is such an important aspect in our Christian walk. Not only is it important to be grateful for what we have, but it's especially important to give to our families, to our community, to the world. Winston Churchill once said, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. People believe that many, like we all have to be missionaries or we have to give, you know, a lot of our, a lot of money to charities in order to give. But there are so many other ways to give. You can spend time with others, mentoring someone, having coffee with your friends, getting someone a small gift or simply sending someone an occasional text, letting them know that you're thinking about them. You have no idea how much you can brighten their day just with one hello or one encouraging text message or message from social media. Spending time with others is definitely an act of giving. Being emotionally available. Sometimes people just want to be heard. Giving yourself emotionally to relationships can improve your mind, body, and spirit. You know, many times I tell my husband and I tell my friends like, I'm going through something and I don't want you to tell me anything. I just want you to listen. And they listen without judgments, without, you know, 
giving me advice. That's all I need. And sometimes people just need someone to listen. And I think that's a great way to give. Give your ear, lend an ear to someone who needs it. The next one is acts of kindness, small gestures, holding the door for someone, a stranger, um, letting someone who only has one item get in front of you in the checkout line. You have no idea how many times it's happened to me where I literally have one thing and then the person in front of me has like a whole cart full of groceries and some of them do look back and they're like, you know what, you can go in front of me, you just have one thing and that's just, that brightens my day to be honest because you know, you're a little frustrated because you're behind someone who has all these groceries and you only have one thing and all the other lines are full and you ha- they have no idea how much that like makes my day, just that one little gesture of like letting me skip. So if you're that person, go ahead and just let them get in front of you. It- it'll be quick. You're not the end of the world. You know, it's not the end of the world. Um, but that little gesture definitely means a lot, especially to us moms or parents who have kids in the car or you know we're just always in a hurry call your grandparents just to say hello y'all don't know how much it brightens their day just to get to hear from their grandchildren you know i try to call my grandma at least once a week because as i mentioned before my grandma's like my best friend she lives all the way in philly um she lives with my cousin but my cousin's not always around so she spends a lot of her time alone and i always I don't know when it started, but I think it was ever since I was like a teenager, my mid-teens, I just like grew so appreciative to my grandmother. And from that point on, I've always called her. I just love being around her and I truly enjoy her company. So I'm always missing her. I'm always bothering her to come move with us to Florida. Um, But try to call your grandparents, like even if it's less than five minutes, you know, just say hi, love you, I'm thinking of you. Um, it'll definitely brighten their day. I always call my grandma every now and then, and it's less than five minutes, but she's always happy to hear from me. So if they're still here, call them. We don't know how much longer they'll be with us. The next one is volunteering. Volunteering, you can serve in your local church, you can get with the missions department or a non-for-profit organization and give some of your time to those that are less than, like, who are unfortunate to have like food and things of that nature you know not only do you help those in need but it is proven that when you give some of your time at least once a month you will feel more content with yourself and like i always pray to god to like give me compassion because that's something that we lack you know in our christian walk we're always worried about ourselves we live in a society of selfishness you know it's always about me and I'm always asking God, give me, give me eyes of compassion, you know, to see the world and the way you see the world. And if you ask that, you'd be surprised how much God will put things in your life for you to serve and give to those that are less unfortunate. The next one is donate. Um, give your clothes and things that you don't need to Goodwill, Salvation Army, non-for-profit organization, or your local church. There are lots of different ways that you can donate. I personally give to the Salvation Army every now and then, at least once a month. They'll send me an email asking if I have anything to give. And um, all I have to do is leave it outside on a certain day, on a pickup day. Leave the bags outside and they'll come and pick it right up. And they'll leave you like a receipt so you can obviously, you know, 
added to your taxes or whatnot but like if you don't know about that like if it's too much for you to take it to actual goodwill and salvation army you can always schedule a pickup and they can come right to your house for free and they can pick up whatever clothes or things that you don't need you know sometimes we just want to buy 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 and we don't think about the people that don't have anything and i try my best to like do a clean out of the closets and see what fits what doesn't fit especially for victoria as well because she's growing really fast so i try to get a lot of clothes and shoes and all of that even furniture they'll pick that up and you just leave it outside and they'll come by and pick it up so you know donate you, you you have no idea how much of a difference you're you're doing to the community or you're making for the community if you just donate your stuff that you don't use anymore so that was my last and final part or idea for the giving you know um i recommend starting small you can i'm not asking you to give to charity or or anything like that you know start small little gestures increase your time from from you know once a month and then once you pick it up you know maybe twice a month and stuff like that you know there's something about giving to others that satisfies the soul and my final g is growing growing is the final g and it says that these four g's can lead to happiness and obviously god is the one that can give you happiness but growing Growing is something that we do every day. Whether it's growing physically or spiritually, we all want to grow into the person we are destined to be. You know, in my classroom, I have a quote on the wall that says, we are all rough drafts of the people we are becoming. I believe that in every season of our lives, we are a rough draft to that person that we are striving to be. There is always room for improvement, even if we feel that we've grown or matured throughout the way. Some ways that we can continue growing positively is first to love yourself. This one is hard because we live in a world of comparison. And there are times where the world tries to tell us who we have to be. And with that comes insecurities and doubts. But we need to remember that we are all running our own race. God has set a race for each and every one of us. And sometimes it's hard because we are racing someone else to the finish line. We're always looking to the left. We're always looking to the right. We're always comparing our race to other people's um, race. And we have a different obstacle that we have to go through than other people. But we keep fixing our eyes on other people. And what we really need to do is we need to find and fix our eyes on Jesus. One lesson I've learned from this is that if you find gratification in the failure of a particular someone, that is the person you are racing. And that resonated with me so much. If you find that you are constantly looking to the left and the right, and that person or individual is, is practically on the same similar race than you are, and you're hoping inside your heart and your mind that they would fail so that you can get to the finish line first, you got to reflect, people, because that's the person that you're racing. That's the person that you're looking at. So stop looking to the left or the right. And, you know, God is, he is in the finish line. He is the one that we have to fix our eyes on, not the people beside us. You know, people are going to get to the finish line faster. People are going to run a little bit faster than us. 
but we need to fix our eyes on Jesus and we shouldn't matter because our race is uniquely designed for us. So focus on your unique race and you will begin to grow in ways you've never imagined. And the final one is to forgive. Forgiveness is easier said than done, but forgiving those that have hurt you, even if they will never apologize to you, will bring you so much peace and freedom. Ask God to give you the strength to forgive. I can testify that when you choose to forgive those that have hurt you, amazing things can happen. You never know if that unforgiveness is what's hindering or prolonging the plans that God has in store for you. During this holiday season, I encourage you to be thankful. We live in a negative world, a world that pushes and pulls us to be perfect and to have the perfect life. Take this time to observe the people that are around you and the areas in your life that God has blessed you with. Thanksgiving is more than just food, football, a big parade. It's an opportunity to deepen our relationships with family members, friends, and Jesus. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will in Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks in the good, and especially in times of suffering and difficulty. Remember to gather with those that you love and build special memories together. Remember to give to those that don't have or just lend an ear to someone who needs companionship. And remember to always grow within your circumstances. I pray every day that God will help us to see what is there, what is there instead of what isn't. In conclusion, I want to thank each and every one of you for supporting me on this journey of Benevolence podcast. Your prayers, your support means the world to me and the best is yet to come. Thank you all for listening into Benevolence. Where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table, Benevolence has an Instagram. And if you want to go ahead and follow me, you can follow me at Benevolence Podcast or at I am Ceci Diaz to know a little bit more about me and Benevolence. Benevolence Podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If there is a topic that you would like for me to discuss in the future, please do not hesitate to email me at benevolencepodcast at gmail.com with requests, petitions, questions, comments, or testimonials. I want to hear from you. And stay tuned for next Monday's episode of Benevolence. You don't want to miss it. Have a great, great, and blessed Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy with your loved ones. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.